Today's episode is a little bit more personal than usual. It was actually inspired by some of your questions and some of your comments um, about what I call uh, my transcendental relationship with my father. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to my YouTube channel or my podcast. I'm your host and guide, Will Caminata, and I'm here to help you awaken, heal, and expand your consciousness. This channel and this podcast is all about offering you guidance and support on your journey of spiritual self-mastery. So if this is something you're interested in and my content resonates with you, please subscribe to my channel or to whatever platform you you're listening to this and also follow me on instagram at Will, where i share exclusive daily content some of you may know uh, my father made the transition from this physical realm into the spiritual realm when i was eight years old and i mentioned that he's become my spirit guide and actually you can check out my latest episode on spirit guides it's called the nine types of spirit guides the first type of spirit guides that I always mention is deceased loved ones. That can be family members, but it can also be pets or really close friends. So I'll put the link to that video here or in the description below. There was one comment in particular that really inspired me to talk more in detail about this. And it's a comment by MDHHTHH. It says, my father passed unexpectedly when I was 18 and for about five years, he came to me about two, three times a week. The experience was incredible. I won't delve into the story now, though I would love to share it later, but he has not come around for about 15 years. I would love to hear more about your experiences with your father visiting you. I'm binging on your videos now. Maybe I'll hear more on this topic. Thank you so much for being here, for watching my videos and for your comment and your question. I have mentioned that in previous videos and especially when, I, when I'm a guest on a podcast, I always talk about this, but I, I don't think I've ever shared the experiences. So I wanna share some of the key moments that he showed up. So it all started with dreams. Um, I think my first, the first time that I had a dream uh, where he showed up was when I was about eight or nine and I remember he just passed by me in the dream wearing um, a red shirt that he had and it felt so so real that I got scared and I woke up um, and the first thing that came to my mind was how is this possible he died and and I felt and it was so real so obviously I was scared because it felt really real and I, and I didn't have anybody to talk to about that, about the spiritual stuff. And so after that, he showed up in my dreams again, but then I wasn't as scared. And so I would just observe his figure, his image. He would just smile and it felt very peaceful. And then eventually the next dream, um, I would touch him or I would hug him and the next dream he would say something the next dream I would ask something bear in mind this didn't happen in a period of a week or two it actually happened in a period of years I guess from like 8 till 18 it was a very very sporadic times that he showed up in my dreams the one time that I thought it was really really powerful 
was when I was about 19 or 20, I was auditioning for a reality show here in Brazil um, called Pop Stars, which is a franchising. It was the beginning of all the idols, the voice, the X Factor. But that's not the point. Um, the point is I was auditioning and I was going through many auditions. It started with like 5,000 boys and then I was down to the 60 or 50 finalists and I really thought that was like my dream. So I was really putting all my hopes in, in this, in this um, audition, in this reality show. And I remember there was one, one audition, which was a video audition, um, and I chose a song um, that I wasn't really familiar with. I hadn't prepared that song with my vocal coach and it, it's the song called I Believe I Can Fly. And all they wanted me to do was to look good in the camera and sing a pop song. And I had so many pop songs in my catalog, but I wanted to show off and showcase my range and my run, so I chose I Believe I Can Fly. Anyway, I practiced for the audition and the, the night before, the audition he showed up in my dreams and I remember very vividly it was like a um, a movie screen it was all dark and his face showed up and he said no matter what happens never give up on your dreams and needless to say the next day I did the audition I didn't think I did very well and then I got the news that I didn't make it through and I was cut from the competition and it's almost as if he knew that this was gonna happen and he didn't want me to give up and that message was not just useful for that particular moment but in many moments in my life even to this day I remember that dream if I feel like giving up if I'm feeling hopeless about something I remember that dream. So that was really significant and then I followed his advice and I didn't give up and I moved to London and I was 20, 20 something, um, was in the closet. So when I went to London, I got to know a completely different new world that I didn't know exist. For, for a while, he didn't show up. And I think for most of my 20s, there were very few times that he showed up in my dreams or that I felt his presence. And I think it's because I was in a sort of tough period and not as high vibrational as today because I was you know filled with self-loathing and experimenting with drugs and drinking so it wasn't the, the the best I wasn't in my best vibrational match to be in touch with the spiritual world and it's all part of the process and I mention more about this in my book chapter 5 afterlife is all about this but uh, I remember during my 20s, um, he, I had broken my hand, I have a scar here, I had undergone surgery and he showed up in my dreams and it was um, sort of like a, sort of like heaven because it was all like clouds and white clouds and it was kind of like a mass um, and I remember when I was young I used to go to the church and my favorite moment was when we would shake people's hands and we would say may the peace of christ be with you i just liked it because it was the time that i could just stand up and walk around and talk to my friends but it's a special moment you know may the peace of christ be with you it's something that has been stuck with me and i remember he showed up and he 
extended his his hand and then I extended my hand and he was healed already and he shook my hands and he said may the peace of Christ be with you and I remember waking up and I had shivers all over it was a very I think that was probably the first really spiritual experience that I had even though I wasn't aware that it was a spiritual experience fast forward a few years I was also going through a tough period I was heartbroken and I remember one night and funnily enough these things happened when I was in London so there is a soul connection between me and and England but that's for another video and he showed up actually that wasn't a dream that was like a real um, telepathic communication I remember I was really sad and I was heartbroken I my heart was heavy I was feeling a lot of pain and I was just crying at night and it was all dark and then I could see in the darkness some sparkles of green light and it was almost that is was almost as if that was um, moving and shaping up like a, sh a shape of a hand and a face and then I could feel that my father was near and because I didn't have I hadn't had any spiritual experience like that and I wasn't aware of, of all the things that I'm aware of today I was a little bit scared but I just remember thinking to myself if if it's my father you know if it's a a good spirit um, I'm, I'm open to this experience and then this the sort of energy closed my eyes and I could feel something coming from my third eye which I didn't know it was my third eye then and it was almost like something was being injected in my third eye and then I could I started telepathically communicating with him and then I knew it was him and then we had this conversation he comforted my heart and he sent messages to my mom and I remember at the end of this communication I felt this thing being pulled out of my third eye and I took a few deep breaths and I just started crying because it was super emotional and that was I think to this day the the biggest like spiritual experience that I had because it was just so real I could actually see it with my eyes and I now I understand what was happening. It's, it was energy, it was the third eye, it was the telepathic communication, but then I had no idea. And so I think after that, I didn't have any dreams. He didn't show up in my dreams. I didn't have any experiences. And it wasn't so much because I closed myself to it, but I, I don't think I was as open and I wasn't doing the work. And when I say the work is having a consistent spiritual practice, and this is where I want to get to uh, this is the point that I want to get to because up until I was 30 I didn't have a consistent spiritual practice of meditating and staying with my feelings and my thoughts and really opening my heart to having those types of communications and connection with the spiritual world and so when I was 30 so a decade um, passed by and I made the decision again I was back in London and I made the decision to um, start meditating I had what I call my first big wave of awakening I like to say that my awakening started when I was eight years old but on a conscious level it happened when I was 30 and I started meditating daily and that's when everything changed because then I actually started 
feeling his presence. I started um, having visions when I was meditating. I started hearing messages. I started also writing and doing kind of like automatic writing exercises. And by the way, I talk about these exercises in my episode channeling explained, and I'll put the link here and in the description below in case you wanna um, start channeling as well. Interestingly enough, when I started meditating and having this spiritual practice, I felt his energy, but he wasn't showing up in my dreams. And I remember I was doing a songwriting degree and I remember one of the briefs for that week was dreams. And I was really excited and I shared it with the tutor and my friends and I said, I dream a lot. And I, I've had these dreams about my father and he would show up in my dreams and and everybody was interested in the story and then I told them I haven't actually had a dream about my, with my dad anymore in a while and I went back home and I wrote a song called If I Dream and it was about my dad it was something along the lines of if I dream this might be the only time that I'm with you and I can hear your voice if I dream, if I dream, if I dream. It was something along the lines of that. If I still have it on my computer, I'll put a clip here. If I dream, it be the only time be with you. If I dream, everything I never released that song it was just the song for the for the school brief but what happened was I wrote the song and on that same night he showed up in my dreams and he was smiling at me my mom was in in this in, in the scene and he was behind her and he was smiling at me and I smiled back at him and he he, he pointed that my mom couldn't couldn't see him but I could and so he, he went to my bedroom. This was in my, my old house. And then I went um, into the bedroom and I hugged him and I felt that hug. And I woke up with that energy. I had shivers all over my body and it was almost as if it was a reunion. And since then I knew he was my spirit guide. There was another instance as well that's not so much about dream, but I went to a workshop and we had one of the assignments was to write a letter um, from someone that you love whether they're alive or not to you so it was a healing experience right and what happened was I started writing and it started with dear son and it was a letter that I channeled from him even though I didn't know that I was doing that because the words just came to me and it was it was it was an automatic writing experience and so I still have this um, letter um, and I shared it again in my book and so as my intuition increased and my connection with the spiritual realm increased by me doing the spiritual practice on a daily basis I just accepted that he was always with me he was part of my spirit guides team that became also really clear when i had my first breathwork experience and i actually communicated with him and i felt his presence very very strongly and 
I share this experience on um, some of my first uh, earlier episodes on the podcast and I'll, I'll put the link in the description too for that in case you want to hear it. And I'd say as of 2019, I've been channeling my spirit guides and the communication, the telepathic communication has become um, easier. And I also started experiencing um, communicating with other types of spirit guides as if you've been here, if you've seen some of my videos, you know that I work with the Pleiadians. For a while, I haven't communicated specifically with him. Sometimes I know it's him, sometimes I know it's the Pleiadians, sometimes I know who I'm communicating with, but sometimes I don't. And it's almost as if now it doesn't really matter because I just know that I have this team of spirit guides with me. And sometimes I wonder if he has incarnated um, and maybe when if he does or when he does I won't feel his presence anymore but I also know that we are part of the same group of souls we are part of the same oversoul one of the messages the messages that I got from him once is that we've been together in many lifetimes um, before and I've been your father your mother uh, your nephew your, your uncle your aunt and we've changed um, characters um, and so I know that we are always connected and I think the biggest takeaway from all of this experience is that love never dies that love will always remain actually that was one of the lines that I got when I had that letter channeled it was love will always remain I'm always with you there's actually another song that I wrote called I'll be with you that was also a channeled song and so I hope that you got something out of my story um, or these stories and I want to say that we all have unique journeys when it comes to connecting with your deceased loved ones there isn't a recipe but I guess the rule of thumb is believe. And that was actually one of the messages that I got from him when I was doing, when I started meditating and when I started writing, it was believe, 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 believe. If you believe that they are with you and you talk to them um, naturally as if they were next to you, they will be, they will show up somehow, either through a coincidence or a synchronicity or in your dreams or someone will will say look i can feel your dad here something will happen but you gotta be open and also one of the main things that i wanted to put across with this video is that first of all you may think that you don't have control over what you dream and you kind of don't but you kind of do because <laughs> you can really go to bed every night and say tonight i will dream i am open to communicating or to um, you know you're welcome to sh to come into my dreams and just keep doing this until it happens but it might not be in the dream but it might be somewhere else so you also have to be open to all the possibilities that they can communicate with you actually i have a video how to communicate with your spirit guides and one of the things i mentioned is this that we gotta be um, open and not attached to how they will communicate with us and I'll put the video in the description or here and the second thing is you gotta have a consistent spiritual practice whatever that looks for you and just nurture that spiritual um, connection with yourself with your soul with your heart with your higher self and be open to connect with 
other types of spirit guides so if you want to go deeper you can watch these episodes on how to communicate with your spirit guides and channeling explained that i mentioned or you can also work with me on a one-on-one basis through breath work and meditation and i will guide you into connecting with your spirit guides i can also connect with your spirit guides you can find the links in the description as well let me know in the comments if you have any more questions about this and feel free to share your experiences in the comments as well and please share this episode with that one friend who would love to hear the story or who wants to connect with their loved ones don't forget to follow me on instagram at key will i'm also on the app inside timer under my name will caminata and as always keep shining your light keep your heart open and let love lead the way i love you see you in the next episode bye